Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Oh my gosh. This is a are, big moment for us, this okay? This is pretty much the most exciting <laughs> podcasting moment of all time. Can we this, just start like this? Just like hit record, let's go. I think this might be the most exciting you, moment of our lives, let alone podcast. always wear matching clothes? Yeah, no. we shop at the same place. <laughs> our nice. son's wearing the same well, thing. Well, no, one's, one's Kentucky and one's Nantucket. No, oh, they no. both say Nantucket. Oh, they both say Nantucket. Okay. No, I thought yours was Kentucky. No, does not know how to read. It's all right. That was so on brand for Eric. <laughs> it is. I can sound out most things. Nantucket, <laughs> nice. You guys plan this? No, so we're visiting her sister's fiance. They get a family home in Nantucket, so we're visiting for the day. So, of course, we're like super tourists and get Nantucket shirts. Wait, Love so Nantucket. Are you your Nantucket shirt in Nantucket? Yeah, we're yeah. quite pathetic. Yeah, I know, right? I yeah. brought my Nantucket shirt to wear, and then he just bought one. Nice. And we just happened to be you're walking around You're wearing the outside. shirt of the band you're at the concert <laughs> yeah. of. Oh, no, no. If they were wearing Podmates World shirts, then it would be... <laughs> okay, wait, wait. That is actually a great question. I've always been confused by people who wear different band shirts to a concert and not the real band they're seeing or people who wear jerseys of a different team than the team that they're seeing those people make no sense at all those that's two people, different things yeah, yeah 
I don't. Yeah, those are two different things. Because I yeah. actually, I'm a big vintage T-shirt person. Love vintage tees. If I'm going to a concert and I have a vintage T-shirt of the band I'm going to see, I'm going to wear that band's Same. vintage tee. But I would not buy the merch like in the parking lot and then put that new merch on to go into the concert. That's weird. Exactly. You have to I totally agree. Are you a New Kids on the Block fan? Um, I mean, yes, I'm a little young. You're a little young. So I'm a little young, too. And I weirdly got into them. But that's like the band that I have like true classic vintage tees from. And I get to wear their vintage tees to their concerts now. That's Very really exciting. cool. I just paid a lot of money for a vintage New Kids on the Block shirt. So the fact that you have real ones like from. <gasps> did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You I. OK, so I got in. Oh, my God. Where this is the most all over podcast ever. But I love it. When I got into them, it was 2004. So between their breaking up and their reuniting. So I was able to get like $20, $30 t-shirts on eBay at the time that are now go for like $200. That's so cool. You're really. They were the old kids on the block by 2004, weren't they? <laughs> yes. I mean, really? No. Yeah. yeah. I know. I feel bad even saying that they're very old kids on the block now. Guys, this is exactly how we imagined our conversation with y'all going, <laughs> like much. our yeah. best friends. Yeah, obviously. Jared, do you want to give a little background? Uh, well, also, everybody listening, you're listening to the Almost Famous Podcast. No, I'm not Ben Higgins. I am Jared Haven, Ashley Iconetti's husband, but I am a huge Boy Meets World fan, so we have the privilege of talking to the hosts of Pod Meets World, Will Ryder and Danielle. Uh, so... Well, that's really the, the background of, and Ashley and I are huge Boy Meets the, World fans. The background fans. is that we are huge fans. It was one of the first things we bonded over. Yeah. Pretty sure we brought it up early in Paradise when we were talking about it. And then eventually we started sort of calling each other Corey and Topanga, even when we weren't together. Like when we, when we had known each other for nine months and things were really confusing on my birthday, he sent me a bouquet of roses signed your Corey. I did. Yes. Well, it's, it's a little background on us. So Ashley and I are part of the Bachelor franchise. We met on a show called Bachelor in Paradise, but we didn't start actually dating till after the show. And there was like a little complicated. We were friends for a couple of years before we got together. And now we've been married for over three years. And we have a six month old son who's almost seven months, which is crazy. Um, we tried it's getting to crawl today uh, unsuccessfully he started bawling his eyes out but he's getting there um, but uh, yeah I mean Boy Meets World has been such a big part of our lives and uh, it I was, have a question for you yeah. had you guys already called each other Corey and Topanga when you sent that bouquet or did you, was that like a really <clears throat> forward move to say you're Corey it was a forward move. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was intentionally. Oh, it was intentionally. Because um, I'll tell you something. I feel like that's not something you get to tell someone. Someone has to tell you that you're my Corey. Oh my. <laughs> somebody, guess what? I'm your Corey. That if someone says that, I'm a little like I will determine that. Wow. Oh, he wow. knew that. So he should I have said to my to Topanga. Exactly. Yeah, I, okay, got to it. Yes, Topanga. yes, got it. Okay, okay yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I was just laying out the groundwork. Okay. Anybody listening? Yeah, anybody listening who follows both shows now understands why I was so crazy in Bachelor in Paradise season three. Right. We've talked about this. <laughs> okay. Like, let's anyway, all right, the all right. There's a blaring question that I just came up with. We are just going to. Le I have another podcast. It's called I Don't Get It, in which I just ramble about things and today is our ramble with with you guys if that's okay so my first sure. question that just popped up was we were discussing the seriousness that is calling somebody a Corey or a Topanga is uh have you guys discussed on your own podcast yet the the weirdness that happened where Corey and Topanga were young kids and they didn't date right and then all of a sudden they're dating and Somewhere along those lines, they went from Corey always making fun of Topanga and not wanting to be with her. And then all of a sudden they're dating and that never happened. And in the older episodes, you guys make it seem like you were together since like elementary school. But I don't think that was the case. Please explain. We had two different little sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I, our, our, our little brother, Josh, was six months old and then he was 14 in the last episode. Yeah. That's what's throwing you? Mr. Feeney was our teacher all the way through all college. The way through college. Yeah, but Feeney <laughs> just kept getting promotions. You know, it makes sense. I love how that's what throws you. I know. Yeah, that's what throws me. It's because you guys bring it up all the time. It's like, but we've been for together forever, together since well, kindergarten. I think what we've definitely realized is that the 90s 
were like really embraced gaslighting through through media. <laughs> like, we just what you will believe whatever we tell you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we will hit those moments. Like what we're really trying to not jump too far ahead. We're only in episode 10 of season one right now. And when, yes, we have talked about the fact that, oh, wow, you know, Corey seems really like he's just not interested in Topanga. And why is Topanga laughing at that? And, oh, it seems like their friendship is developing now. And certainly when we get to the first time that it gets mentioned that we fell in love at the sandbox at three, we will then out all right continuity error not you know we're we're hitting all of those but we're doing them when we come to them we're not talking about all seven seasons in every episode uh will you'll appreciate this because i'm a huge superhero fan so i'm a big defender of oh well i know obviously you're the voice of of (laughs) batman um but uh but I always defend Superman because people are like, oh, Superman's so unrealistic. That's why I'm a Batman fan. I'm like, oh, yeah, because Batman, guy dressing up as a bat with the Batcave, you know, c- flying across Be buildings. Be careful what you say to me, I know. I'm my sorry. Friend. I know. Be I know. careful I love what Batman. you say to Batman's me. Batman's so wonderful, but I have to defend Superman. Anyway. Batman could really happen. Superman is fake. Oh, here we go. God. All right. Well, very nice talking to you guys. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, so you obviously started Pod Meets World. Were you guys nervous? at all before you started i mean i think there's like 160 episodes of of boy meets world plus you guys are doing interviews with all cast and crew so i mean by the time this is done you guys are probably gonna be over 200 episodes did you ever think before doing this like all right we're uh we're in it this is this is a commitment it's just starting to hit me <laughs> <laughs> like like in the last week i seriously i was sitting with my wife i looked up i was like this is going to take years. <laughs> I know. We're not like, wrong. We're middle of, just the middle of a meal. I, I just got it. I was like, this is going to take us years. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Has it hit you yet, Ryder, Danielle? I mean, I, it, it, it's funny because, you know, I, I don't, we didn't really plan two episodes a week. We talked about like, oh, well, the first, you know, but now that we've like kept this pace, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Danielle, I have a quick question for you. Did Corey and Topanga ever dress in the same shirts? I don't think we did. I and now told I'm you like, we should have changed before we did the podcast. It was a missed opportunity. Because, I mean, listen, I don't do you really love each other unless you match. Yeah. I don't. You know what's so funny is that as soon as we popped up on the screen, we said start video, I immediately saw the shirts and I'm like, like oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's too late now. Well, you know, whenever, whenever <sighs> underpants or underwear comes up in our lives, underpants. we go underpants. <laughs> So, so okay, that's a perfect example of an episode that I don't remember all the details of, but I know I already have like agita thinking about when we discuss it because how come no one talks about how weird it was that I was sitting under a blanket with Sean in his in his boxers? It's weird. It's weird. I, I don't remember I mean, why. Why was that happening? Well, it was cold. You had no, slept. No, that was the episode where we make out for some video that the college. That's the same is episode. Yes, it's such a bizarre episode. The whole thing is about him being jealous of you and me, and we think he's the one with the problem. Yeah, it was the nineties. Don't do this now. We'll get to yeah, this. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now on the show, <laughs> don't do, don't do that yet. Yeah, you're right. 2054, we'll be discussing this. We're intriguing exactly. people to listen to this. Ryder, how do you remember stuff like this when you have admitted on your podcast that you have never rewatched the episode? So how do you remember details? Uh, that 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 has come up. That episode has come up between Danielle and I because uh, we were like, did we we actually like kiss for an episode? Ryder didn't remember it, by the way. Ryder didn't remember it, by the way. Ryder was like, wait, we were actually kissed? And I was like, yeah, we did. Right. He was like, oh, I don't remember that. And I was like, yeah. cool. <laughs> Sorry. So we discussed that. Um, and, and that opened up that whole episode. And of course, people say underpants all the time. So that's one of yeah. those like recur. It's so weird which things stuck with people and how often they were the same things that we loved on the set. So like people come up all the time and say, they want you to take the roles which was like a line that we used to say to each other all the time. Dude, every dinner. Only every, every date night. single dinner where they like yeah. bring a basket. Huh? Isn't that hysterical? Who? I mean, I guess it's just because <laughs> it is something that happens in restaurants and we were like, it's just one of those, but whatever, for whatever reason, there's like, 
you know, 10 or 12 lines and episodes that have like really become part of the, the Boy Meets World fan culture. And so I'm, I'm well aware of those, you know, like we talk about the Scream episode, the, the oh, Halloween. It's like a classic. I know every frame of that one because I remember it so vividly. And then we watched it uh, for conventions and stuff. Uh, and I remember the the la- the finale because we we rewatched that at a convention and talked about it. But yeah, in general, like we just we we finally at, at episode ten we just recorded our I I have no recollection of this episode like literally none. And I think probably from now on I won't remember any of them. It'll be like really bizarre. <laughs> As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pampers Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. (laughs) Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders. Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's 
cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Caulipower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Caulipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Caulipower. Crave on. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I have to ask Will, this is a a quote that I'm not sure is one of the classic quotes, but it means a lot to Jared and I because it was the only time I laughed during my pregnancy. I had really, really rough. And for comfort, late at night when we're lying in bed, we'd read Watch Playboy's World. And there was the one there's the one episode where you're doing the poetry reading, which is the absolute most hilarious thing. And then you go, I was Born. Oh, I am born. Is this 1984? I poop you on a bus? Yeah. Are you wearing a turtle Yeah. He like pops out of the turtle neck. I oh. pull out for the turtle neck. Yeah, I remember that. And the I title of the show is like something like, watch me. It's Eric Matthews. Look at me. Look at me. A one woman show. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what's funny is the original. The reason I know that so well is because the original poster marquee is hanging framed 15 feet from here. Yes! That's amazing. So I have it in the it's in my house. The original with with like all the like these kind of like look like. Yeah, it's black it's, and white photos. It is the black and white photos. But it is. It's Eric Matthews. Look at me. Look at me. A one woman show. And you get a free. It says underneath. It's like free shoe rental with ticket. Oh, my God. There it is. There it is. There it is right there. I poo poo on a bus. I poo poo on a bus. Nobody, <laughs> likes, nobody me. likes me. Yes. Um, <laughs> what about, um, what about mommy, daddy, Corey? You know, like when you're like, I'm not looking at anyone. Uh, uh I'm not you, trying they to blame accuse anyone. you of not being best man material. And they're like, I, th- those who don't think I'm best man material shall remain nameless. Mommy, daddy, Corey. <laughs> wow. No, no whenever we're all, like, no. whenever we're trying to like slyly, like at somebody, <laughs> we somebody go right? like, oh, yeah. we're like, we're like Jared, Nancy, Fred, you know? Oh, yeah, we always call them out exactly <laughs> like that. I think for nice. us, it's, you know, Boy Meets World. I want to ask you guys this question because I think for me personally and for Ashley as well, Boy Meets World, I don't want to speak in like hyperbole, but it's really made my life so much better. There are shows, right, for or, or movies that you guys have grown up with or where you watch and you're like, wow, if I've... Like I could watch this and just feel better about life. I don't know. It's it's almost like going outside and getting fresh air for me. And Boy yeah. Meets World does that for me. And I think because of the writing of the show, because of you guys, because of of you know the age that it came out with me, um, you know, it's and it's grown. Even rewatching the show, it's still it's still so good. Do you? I mean, you guys are such in the early stages of this. But when you rewatch the show, do you re, do you watch back and think, wow, you know, like. It really is just that good. We were part of something so wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I think a big part of this podcast from is for for me to finally realize that you know, like I I I didn't at the time. Um, I didn't watch the show. I didn't watch TV really in general. Um, and I spent my twenties like just sort of running away from it. Um, and avoiding it. Uh, just for personal reasons, you know, I just wanted to like be a different person and be myself. And now I can just look back and be like, wow, there's, I think there's a good reason that people are still talking about this show. You know, that, that, that the, like, w- you know, really what happened is we started doing conventions, which terrified me and will sort of drag me kicking and screaming at my first convention. And, and, you know, what scared me was just fan interaction. Like I just didn't know what to expect. We are 
quite creepy. <laughs> no, it, it's exactly the opposite. It's like an incredibly positive feedback loop where I was suddenly like, oh, you know, this is amazing. Like people have memories and like, like you're saying it, it affected them in so many positive ways. Um, and I'm able to appreciate the show for that. Um, and then now watching the actual content of the show, I can see why, like, I can see why, you know, it wasn't just, I get, you know, there's, there's a lot of shows that just went for the easy joke. Boy Meets World did go for a lot of good, easy jokes, but it also never sold out its characters. It's like, it, it's it's yeah. so earnest it's so dramatic it's both of those things and still very funny and like that is just kind of crazy like i don't know any other show that managed to pull that off you know um and so it's it's kind of miraculous i i think it's it's one of a kind so when i talk about my childhood shows it's boy meets world full house and growing pains and i feel mm -hmm. like the difference between the other two are that the lessons are done in a little it's a little corny it doesn't age as well as boy meets world when i think back and watch all these episodes of all three shows the one that we're most looking forward to sharing with our son is boy meets world because the lessons are just done so well it's so well scripted it's well acted and, and there's always like yeah. every sorry we're like stealing the podcast for you guys we want to interview you but I, you know we love the show so much and we love you guys that it's there's so much heart in the show you know there's a heartbeat within Boy Meets World that really goes throughout the entirety of the show which is very rare I feel like a lot of times we talk about the rewatchability factors of shows and movies and you rewatch something and you're like oh that didn't age well or this didn't do that and I'm sure there's going to be episodes where you guys bring up and you're like I don't know if that was the best, you know, it was definitely a product of its time, but I feel like there's so much within, within this show and within these characters that just is still like, we could show our son Dawson today and be like, yeah, that still pertains to today. And that's what you want to be, you know, like even yeah. as an adult, you know, I look at something, someone like Alan oh, and a as a father a figure. Model. Yeah. I'm I not know. joking. There's so many times yeah. like with Alan and Sean and how yep. he talks to you or how he treats like I remember Will Will, there was an episode with um with Eric. I think it was maybe we were working at the shop, but uh where like you felt that he loved like he sided with Corey more and you felt like the the second child, so to speak, and like the way he addressed that and handled that situation and and of course like with Topanga and Corey, like we draw on so many of our own um, you know, personal things in our life and we we related to so much what you guys were going through and and uh i don't know man it means a lot to me and like the characters of the show that's also the cool thing it's like i see i think there's so the characters are so well written you guys did such a good job with each character that like i see myself a little bit in sean and eric and Corey and topanga and angela and feeny and alan and so it's it's very rare where like there's all these different episodes where I'm like, yeah, I can relate to that person, but I can also relate to them and so on and so forth. You also like oh. all the characters. There's nobody that you're just like, ah, that was a weak link. No, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, no, it's true. I think I, we, we were happy, uh, you know, every, we all just kind of fell into our roles, too. And I think as we grew together, that's one of the things I love about Boy Meets World is I'm, I'm a television addict and a lot of television shows. I mean, some of the greatest television shows of all time get worse as the show progresses like the seasons the writing gets Crazy. worse and it's just not as good um and boy meets world i thought was the opposite frankly i thought we were some people disagree they like the earlier episodes better but i thought as actors and the writing i thought we were hitting our stride later when we were all together um and that's rare in the tv world that we kind of got better as the show went on um i'd also like to point out that you say you're super fans and yet you named your kid after dawson's creek we won't talk about that we named our kid um, after jack dawson from titanic uh, oh there you go another that's, 90s I mean, reference another 90s reference i'm telling you um poor guy poor guy and didn't I was listening to I was listening to writer talk about how he feels about the show now and like when he was saying it was so earnest and and funny and it's funny because I was thinking I hadn't really ever thought about this but like I wonder like it's a little chicken or the egg with us but writer will and myself are all very what you see is what you get honest earnest uh genuine um and I, I, it's a, it's a rare 
situation that you would cast a show and and get people who like just naturally are all those things. Actually so embody the show to a certain yeah, degree. and actually kind of embody the show. And so I'm so sure were we raised by Boy Meets World? Is what you're saying? I like, think did maybe it define us or did we define the show. Feeny was your true teacher, and that's a great question, Ryder. Like, did you guys define the show or did maybe the show start defining you in your personal life? Because I'm sure obviously you guys were on the show at a young age and grew up with it. I'm curious yeah. to hear from you guys if you think that maybe it's you guys. And I think if you would have asked certainly Ryder and I, if you were to have asked us that any time between being on the show and maybe two years ago, I think we would have been insulted to to think that the show could have possibly had such yeah, an impact on us yeah. Yeah. yeah and yet now having kids of my own and and just knowing myself well enough to know how i have been impacted by the things in my life that i really i think it i think it may have had way more of an impact on who i have become over the years than i ever would have realized at the time yeah me too i always do that <laughs> well, you're a little bit older. Do you do you feel I like am. that you were a little bit more separated from the character in real life? Now I want to go around the circle and say, how were you guys different from your characters? Because I'm talking to you guys. I feel the characters so defined. But like, yeah, so go okay, around the right. circle and say like how you most differ from your character. Go ahead, Will. Oh, you want me to go for it? No, oh, I, I, I hope I'm different than Eric, at least towards the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eric was, was, he had a great heart. And that's how I like to think I am very much like Eric. He was, he was also very honest and very earnest. Um, but I mean, by the end, he was, it, he was essentially, which again, was a lot like me in real life. He was a walking comic book character. He was a cartoon. Um, and that's okay. That's a wonderful thing. I mean, it was live action, Ron Stoppable from Kim Possible was that's Eric awesome. towards the end. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a, that's not a bad thing at all. It's a wonderful sitcom character to play. Um, but there isn't a whole lot about Eric, especially towards the end that other than the heart, I, I'd like to think we had the same kind of heart. We had the same love of family, um, uh, you know, same uh, uh, kind of honesty with your friends. I think Eric's like that, but he was also just he's a goofball, which, again, is a little bit me. Uh, I'm certainly a goofball and I love to make people laugh, but he took it to kind of the extreme. So that's that's I think how I'm similar and different. <laughs> As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. 
I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in car wifi don't let connectivity roadblock your journey always pay careful attention to the road don't drive distracted wi-fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation compatible device and vehicle required follow-up question how did they go from eric being a rather serious character trying to woo girls seriously in high school to you just being a total Mr. Squirrels plays with squirrels. Yeah. Uh, in the college years. Yeah. Um, I think it's a couple things. One, they don't, didn't really know what Eric, none of us knew what Eric was in the beginning. He was kind of cardboard cutout, older brother, sitcom, older brother. Okay. This is what it's going to be. He's going to go after girls. He's going to care about how he looks. I mean, that was like what it was. And then as they realized that I was kind of a wacky, crazy guy they started to write a little bit more for me and then i think when it, we always talk about the two boy meets worlds there was there was kind of the Corey, topanga sean trina you know angela kind of show and then there was jack eric and and uh, um rachel kind of show so when it got more dramatic between Corey and topanga and sean and that whole kind of they they wanted to then it was kind of like cutting to and now dance and so it was like, then they'd cut to Eric and it was like, put him in a couch. And, you know, now you're a coconut. Like it was like that kind of stuff. So it was just, that was kind of just being the comic break that was there. Um, and it was a ton of fun to play, but there, we both wanted to be each other's shows. So I remember talking to both uh, Ryder and Danielle, like, man, I wish I could do more dramatic stuff. And they're both going like, I wish we could crack a joke at some point. You know, like Ryder's like, I've been an alcoholic for two episodes and joined a cult. So man, <laughs> oh, you know, throwing a pie would be great right it. around now. 
Um, yeah, so it's um, we, we you always wanted what the other other team had, but yeah, that's I certainly the other the other quick answer is um, there's an episode where Eric actually is trapped in a in a car in a snowstorm, and he's bang, banging his head against the window, and one of the actual theories is that he does brain damage and that he's different after that than he was before that. Hmm. Interesting, interesting fan theory. Uh, it's a, a yes. Topanga. Good Topanga. God. Then yeah. Wow. How do you think <laughs> that you differ from Topanga? Uh, you know, it's funny. I was gonna say I was gonna preface the that question by saying that I think when when writers and when shows are really in their groove, the writing becomes more tailored to the strengths of the actor, and and when the character starts being a little modeled after the person portraying the character. And I think that Topanga in the beginning was young Topanga, awesome, quirky, unique flower child Topanga was nothing like Danielle. Danielle was a 12 year old wannabe cheerleader and Topanga was not that. Um, but as the seasons progressed and Topanga became more mainstream, although she was always still strong and independent and unique, um, when she became more like normal, uh, Topanga was written very similarly to who I was um, and who I still think I am. I'm, I'm, you know, although I wasn't as into school back then. I was, I, and, and I went to college late in life. I went to college at 27 and I don't, somewhere along the way, Topanga fully infiltrated me because while I was on the show, I was like, school, sure, it's fine. But like, if I didn't have to study and that meant I could get a B or even a C, that was totally fine for me. If it meant I was going to have to really study, but then I was going to get an A, I was like, who needs the A's? Well, whatever. B's are fine. Um, then later in life, going to college, I cried. I got two B's in all of college and I cried both times. Um, very, it was the most, and I would say it out loud. I was like, when did this happen? Where did this come from? Why am I doing this? Why do I even care? But I did. I became I became more like Topanga later in life. Um, I always describe her as just being on the other side of my heart because that is very much what it feels like. It feels like she is someone separate from me, but she's also very easy for me to tap into. And I don't really know where one of us starts and the other ends. Aww. Ryder, what about you? Uh, watching the show has, has been very strange because I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't quite realize how quickly they developed Sean. Uh, we just watched the 10th episode and I thought, I, I thought that Sean didn't get established as like being poor and from a broken family for like at least two seasons, but there it is in the 10th episode, Sean's dad loses his job and it's already sort of tragic and he's already avoiding his emotions and being very dramatic. Uh, so I guess it was always there. Um, and I mean, I think I was always a very moody kid. Like, I don't, yeah, I was, I took everything very seriously. I was very earnest. Um, and I was not, I, I was, I wasn't depressed. Like I wasn't sad. Like I, I can't, I'm very happy with my parents and my family. So I didn't have any of those sort of problems that Sean had, but in terms of like expressing myself very vulnerably and, um, you know, not posturing, uh, I, that, that was me. You know, I was very vulnerable and open and I, you know, would cry all the time and tell my male friends I love them. And, uh, you know, so all those aspects of Sean are very similar. Oh, that's so sweet. I know that they're going to tell us to wrap up now, so I have to squeeze this in. Even if we do have extra time, we'll, we'll add something else. in. But this was I thought was very important. OK, Danielle. I remember reading Tiger Beat or Bot Magazine or something when I was in fifth grade. And this was before I moved over to the Justin Timberlake side of NSYNC. And I was really crushing on Lance. And yeah. I know that you dated Lance because I saw, you know, back then we didn't have Twitter. We didn't have Reddit boards or anything like this to give us like the current updated gossip. And I think my heart sunk. I was like, oh, they're just friends. They're just friends because like, because I'm obviously going to marry Lance. Because you were going to marry Lance. Of, of course. course, of course. And I was like, they're, yeah, they went to prom together, but they just went to prom as friends. But you guys actually did date, and Lance has told us a little bit about it. But I want to know, like, from your perspective, like, how was that relationship? It was a beautiful relationship. I think Lance was my first real love. I really, um, I... 
absolutely loved him. I really thought uh, Lance was going to be somebody I, like he was going to be a person I was going to marry. Like I was going to marry Lance. Um, A lot of that had to do with the fact that I, my parents met when they were 15 and got married at 21 and had me at 23. And so growing up, even though I had a very different childhood than my parents did, because neither of my parents, no one in my family had been in entertainment. So I, having a job or a career as a teenager was not common in my family. So even though that was very different, for some reason, I still thought of myself as being someone who was going to get married very young and have a family very young. And Lance also had those same ideas that we talked to, you know, we just kind of envisioned that we were going to get married. And uh, I, it's funny because in hindsight, it's the sweetest, most, we, it's the sweetest relationship, and yet there there wasn't real romance there. There, for obvious now, what we know is obvious reasons. Lance is gay, and um, he's always been gay. He, at the time, um, wasn't. I didn't, know that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Wait, wait, how is this not broken all over the news everywhere? <laughs> Oh, the dryness wow. seriously uh, is so dry that I took him seriously for a second. Oh, wait. It says tune into our episode with Lance dropping on August 28th. Ah, Lance is coming on the pod. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is. Pod, Lance is he meeting is. Pod meets on the podcast and, and we talk about our relationship. And uh, yeah, he's still one of he's one of my one of my favorite people. And um, kind of like Will and Ryder, those relationships you have with people when you're really young, if if as long as both people are um, on the same journey of always evolving and growing and being honest with each other, it's amazing what kind of true, deep, long-lasting friendships you can maintain. Uh, and Lance is one of those people similar to me with, you know, Ryder and Will. Were you, like, backstage at NSYNC concerts, like the girl backstage? <gasps> Not only was I backstage, but, like, I got to put on the, you know, when they used to fly over the audience for yeah. sailing? I got to put that on and sail over empty auditoriums. <gasps> I got to sleep on the tour bus. That's pretty and- cool. Yeah, I got to have the real, like, I got to have the, I mean, they had the kind of fan, the kind of fans, it was very similar to Beatlemania. Like, I remember, I wore, I wore wigs to some of the concerts. Why are you doing a podcast about Boy Meets World? You should be doing a podcast about that. (laughs) It'll all come out on the Pod Meets World podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we've gone over our time. So, uh, you know, we can't thank you enough. And you guys, I mean, obviously, we're a part of something that has formed a culture and it's funny and it's endearing and rewatching it and it brings I think the biggest thing I wanted to just say because obviously like I'm such a fan that it's like we always want to leave that like lasting impression right we're at a convention you guys are at a convention right now by the way uh, (laughs) because you're meeting fans but it's in all seriousness like you guys have just uh, and I'm not saying this for me personally but like as a as a Boy Meets World fan of of a group of people like the millennial generation yeah you guys have had like such an impact on our lives so Thank you for uh, for being a part of the show, and uh, thanks for everything. And keep doing the podcast. The podcast is great. Everybody listening to this, you guys probably already listened to it, but Pod Meets World, you can get it on the iHeartRadio app. You can get it wherever you're listening to podcasts. It's amazing. You guys are 10 episodes in. You have 1,478 to go. You'll be done in 12 years, but then it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and not only do they have guests like Lance, but they also have the cast come on. You guys had Matt Lawrence. Um, then you have Alan and Mr. Feeney, who's... Real names, I'm escaping my brain. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I do have a quick tease for the podcast because I don't, I I've, will, I forget the actor's name, but Mr. Turner, will he be making an appearance? Yeah. So T- Tony, Tony Quinn, uh, who's still one of my closest friends in the world, will absolutely be coming on. That's fan- That's going to be a very interesting podcast because I got questions there. He was a stud. Stud. As you look back <laughs> as an adult, you're like, man, that's the teacher I was going to have a crush on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, he's lo- pretty much looks the same too. He's still in way better shape than I could ever hope to be. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah, he's he will definitely be joining us. And by the way, for the record, Dawson, it's a pretty great name. Oh, for thank you, thank but you. Th- and thank Just you so for you know. loving our '90s references. Was, I've never seen Dawson's Creek, and everybody thinks it's Dawson's Creek, unfortunately. And I'm I mean, like, we no. were either going to name him Dawson or Nantucket. We couldn't decide. So. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> we got the shirts. Yeah, you got the shirts. Obviously. <laughs> All right. Seriously, from the bottom of our heart, thank you for letting thank us have guys. the past 35 minutes. It's been yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Guys. Nice meeting you. Bye. Nice meeting you. See ya. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard. 
but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pamper Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower or registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 